welcome to 2018. Oh my goodness, isn't that crazy? <laughs> Hard to believe, yes? So I decided to get your guys' help with something. I am working on stopping swearing. I know, don't judge me. But um, when I was younger, it was absolutely okay to swear. And and then I started, you know, when I was teaching, I taught with students who thought it was great to swear. So it was okay when I was in the military, it was okay to swear. But now that I'm a professional speaker, um, and, you know, I have sworn in, if you guys have listened, you know, if you've seen me live or you've listened to me live, you know that once in a while, I swear. And... I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm, uh, have decided to stop swearing. I had a mentor of mine explain it to me in an absolutely fabulous way. And what he said was, you know, it affect, swearing affects him at a profound level. And I would never, ever want to do that to anyone. I would never, ever want to hurt anyone. And so I decided it's time for me to stop swearing. And I've done it a couple of times. And I don't swear near as much as I used to. And I started off with doing push-ups. Every time I would swear, I would have to do 10 push-ups. And then I went to, um, you know, I, I let go of the doing push-ups and it slowly crept back into my life. And so then I instituted a swear jar and that really had no effect on me at all. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I uh, used the money to take us all to a movie <laughs> Or what? <laughs> but, you know, my husband said, that's not right to use that money to go play with. But even when I, um, you know, didn't use it to go play or whatever, it, it really had no effect on me. And so I've implemented doing push-ups. I just realized yesterday I met a friend of mine for lunch. And while we were eating lunch, I was telling her some stories from my past. And I realized, oh my gosh, I'm swearing. Excuse me. So I realized that that the that I start swearing when I tell stories from my past, and I'm 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 not sure if there's other areas as well, uh, but I definitely know past stories, and when I get really heated, not well, not heated, but emotional, whether it's um, upset or um, very passionate about something. I realize I swear. And so I'm reaching out to you, my listeners, because you're all amazing and fabulous and just incredible, smart people. And I know that only my mind can fix the problems that I've already fixed, right? <laughs> and I haven't fixed this swearing problem. So I'm reaching out to you and hoping that you can give me some ideas on what to do to help me stop swearing. And so if you have any ideas, some suggestions or something like that, if you could send me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com. And my name is J-E-A-N-I-E-C-I-S-C-O-M-E-T-H. So if you could just send me an email or something that says, hey, Jeannie, this is what I've tried and it worked great. And so genie at geniesiscometh.com. And I want to thank you in advance so much for helping me solve my swearing issue. <laughs> and so um, 
thank you. Just thank you. And it doesn't matter when you listen to this. I know podcasts are forever. They last a long time. But your idea, you know, whether you listen to this today when I put it up, it's January um, 2018. So if you listen to it in January or if you listen to it in November or December of 2020, I don't know when you're listening to it. But I bet I can still use some advice, <laughs> right? Because we're constantly working on things. Well, I'm constantly working on things and trying to change things and trying to make things better. And so if you have some ideas on how to change a habit, that would be great. Send them to me. I've done, you know, other things, replace it with with other words. And I realized that I need to expand my vocabulary. Sometimes, you know, when I when I realized I was swearing yesterday, I use it to make an impact. And there are many other words out there that I can use that have that are impactful without hurting or bothering somebody. And I know that swearing doesn't bother many people. And that's okay. That's absolutely okay. But I don't want to offend those that it does. And swearing is easy to take out of my vocabulary. Well, maybe not easy if I still have a problem, right? (laughs) But it's something that I have no problem at all removing from my vocabulary. There are things that may offend somebody that I will not change. I talk about uh, Christ. I talk about my beliefs. I talk about a higher power. um, And and I will not stop talking about God and Christ and Jesus and how they have helped me. I know that some people use other words for their higher power, and that's okay. They can use whatever words or you can use whatever words uh, you currently use and however you talk about your higher power. Fabulous, because it's important that you have a higher power. And so um, by, but but that's something I won't change. But swearing, I can change that. <laughs> so again, if you have some ideas, please, please send them over to me. I really appreciate it in advance and And um, also, if you have words of impact, I'll be going through the dictionary and, you know, and and I'm looking for words that are impactful. I'm looking to expand my vocabulary. So if you have some words that you would like to send over to me as well, words that you like to use and, you know, that have really expanded your vocabulary, fabulous. Thank you for those as well. I really appreciate it. And now that you know my secrets, or that you know what I'm currently working on. I'm offering some free coaching sessions to help people work on on their things as well. And as a way of saying thank you so much for listening to my podcast, thank you so much for being on this journey with me and working with me. I just so appreciate it. And so if if you'd like to, to use that opportunity to talk with me personally, one-on-one, please, again, send me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com, and just say, hey, genie, I listened to your podcast, absolutely love it, get great information from it, and can you help me with, um, we currently have a real estate business, we have a transportation business, Um, I have a coaching, obviously, and mentoring program and business, I have a professional speaking business, I'm writing my third book, 
My first book I wrote became a bestseller and it just absolutely shocked me. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh my goodness. And then I realized, of course it did, because I co-wrote with God. God was my co-creator in that book and he knew where it needed to go and who it needed to touch. And I just felt absolutely blessed. Then I also wrote a chapter for an anthology that also became a bestseller. And that's the Change book series. I'm in book five. And now I'm writing my second full book, but my third book. And I realized it took me a while to get started because I was afraid there was a lot of pressure. <laughs> when I wrote my first book, it didn't matter if it was a bestseller or not. In fact, I had in mind if it helped at least one person, that was perfect. That would be absolutely perfect. And and then when it started helping more and more people, it was just phenomenal. It absolutely blew me away. And and I abs ex it expanded my mind. I'm very aware of my language now. <laughs> And so it didn't blow me away. It didn't do that. It expanded my mind exponentially and helped me realize that we are powerful beyond what our thoughts are. You are powerful beyond what your thoughts are. I am powerful beyond what I thought I was. And to be able to reach people all over the world, you know, I get my royalty checks each month and I have distribution. I, I wrote it through and uh, create space, which is an Amazon company. And they just did a phenomenal job for me. Uh, Roy Francia, shout out to Roy Francia. He was uh, my contact person at create space and absolutely loved him. So if you're interested in writing a book and self publishing, I highly recommend create space and Roy Francia reach out to him and say, Hey, Jeannie Cisco meth sent me over. I'm interested in writing a book because they also held my hand. Not only did God hold my hand, but, but Roy Francia and the team at create space definitely held my hand. And so they did distribution channels all over the world. And so I get royalty checks from the UK, from Japan, from New Zealand, you know, from, from many countries. And it's very interesting because I will get a check and it'll be an odd number or something. And then I'll go and I'll look at my distributions and see that we've reached another country. And I just feel so blessed, so, so blessed and grateful that I was given this message and grateful that I had the courage to share it. And as you know, that's the bully proofing you message. And my current book is called Taming the Bully Between Your Ears. The first book was written more for a, a younger audience. However, adults all over um, are telling me how much it has helped them and improved them. And the first three chapters of Bully Proofing You, Improving Confidence and Personal Value from the Inside Out, are all about accepting yourself, loving yourself. And then the second section of the book is about why people bully and how hurt people hurt people. And it gives you an insight into the mind 
of the bully and what they're going through and how them lashing out at you has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything to do with the pain that they are in and going through. And then the third section of the book has to do with how do you combat bullying situations when it happens? It gives you possible scenarios. It gives you step-by-step instructions on how to practice being bully-proof. And obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but they are set in a school setting because it was written for school age students. But you can tweak those and use those for any setting that you're currently in, whether you're being bullied at home or you're being bullied in the workplace. Um, Those scenarios can absolutely work and the step-by-step on how to practice being bullyproof will absolutely work in any situation. And the current book that I'm working on is more for the adult audience. And at first I thought I would just write it for women But then my husband was like, no, don't rip us off like that. (laughs) We men have bullies as well. And I was like, oh, wow, yeah, that's true. And so this book is, is catering to the adult audience and helping you tame the bully between your ears. Oh, my goodness, if we could just tame the bully between our ears, right? Especially me. I'm sure that you have bullies as well. I think we all do. And so by by being able to tame that bully, we can reach our full potential. And this book came out of speaking and then business, you know, I was speaking at youth groups and parenting groups. And then I had parents start coming to me and saying, hey, can you come to my work and talk about this? Help us create a respectful workplace. And so businesses have been reaching out to me and women's groups and, and, um, they've they've reached out and said Jeannie please we need this message and so I am now writing a second book and this book we are looking at taking to a publisher and and that is a whole nother learning curve (laughs) that I'm having to learn but I have an incredible incredible coach her name is Bridget Cook and she is absolutely phenomenal, Bridget Cook Birch. And if you would like to get in touch with her, please let me know or or search her. And, you know, she's on all kinds of social media and say, I would love to have you help me. She does workshops, writers, retreats. I didn't even know there was anything like that until I had the absolute incredible pleasure of meeting Christopher Palolini at um, Barnes and Noble. He was there with a bunch of other authors at an author palooza, as they called it. It was just phenomenal. It was one of those God pokes that I followed, right? Those little things that say, hey, you should. And I was actually driving back from Provo and we have a Barnes and Noble in Orem. And I just kept getting this feeling, go to Barnes and Noble, go to Barnes and Noble. And I hadn't been for a while. And I was like, okay, I'm going, I'm going. (laughs) Because I've learned to follow those God pokes. If you've been with me any any time at all, you know that anytime I get that little pull, I definitely follow it because if I don't, bad things happen. And so I followed that God poke and I went to, I went to Barnes and Noble and had the immense pleasure of meeting Christopher Palolini. And while I was talking to him, he was started talking about writers retreats. And I said, um, what are those? (laughs) And so he proceeded to tell me about the world and the business of writing. And I had no idea. And 
gratefully, Bridget Cook Birch has helped me discover the world and the business of being an author. Not just, you know, there's so many people that write a book and self-publish and it's absolutely phenomenal. But there is another level beyond that. And that's the business of being an author. And I feel absolutely blessed to have been able to step into that world and to join other authors. And I've been putting on the mantle of author, which is a different mantle than just the one of a book writer. (laughs) I didn't know that was a distinction until um, a few months ago. And, And it absolutely is different between writing a book and being an author. And the fact that I wrote the first book, if you've heard any of my backstory, you know that I had severe learning disabilities when when I was in elementary school and high school and into college. I still have them, but I've learned tools to overcome them. I've learned tools to help um, not be as, as um, devastated, so to speak, from those learning differences, as I like to call them, because everybody has learning differences. And, and so they're not disabilities, they're just differences. But the fact that I wrote the first book still just blows me away. No, expands my mind. <laughs> and and um, I find absolutely incredibly gratifying to know that I took the time and I had the courage to write a story and put some steps and some some tips in it that help people. And I remember the very first time I had just gotten my first shipment of books. Oh my gosh, happy day, Snoopy dance time. And those books came in and um, I, I was meeting a friend of mine at a very nice hotel downtown for lunch. And I walked in, of course they have a valet, and um, told him I was there to meet Jeff McGee, one of my mentors. Absolutely love you. Shout out to Jeff McGee. And um, he said, ah, Mr. Jeff. I love Mr. Jeff. And I said, me too. And so I went in and and met Jeff for lunch. And then when I was coming back out, the valet, you know, asked how my lunch was. And I told him and we were talking and he asked what I do. And I told him, And he said, I need your book. I need help with my relationship with my fiance. I want it to be better. How can I do that? And it was the most incredible feeling to have that tool that I could could give to him and he could use. And there was an exchange. There's always a value exchange. Um, Him, I did not charge for my book because it was so incredible just for someone to say, I want a copy and to be able to have one to give to him. And also because he was a friend of Mr. Jeff's. (laughs) And, And so it was so incredible. And then I immediately called Jeff and said, oh my goodness, thank you so much for helping me, you know, craft my book, for helping me have the courage to to write this book so that I had a tool that could help people. And since then I have sold them 
um, many times to many people all over. In fact, last night I was in the nail salon getting my nails done. That is my pamper time. I used to go with my mother. Um, absolutely loved it when she was alive. That was our time. Um, my daughter would go with us sometimes and we would go and get our nails done. And the salon I go to has no TV. Um, they play relaxing music and um, it's just an incredible experience that I absolutely love. But last night, you know, people always ask, hey, what do you do? And so I was telling them, and I sold two books last night in the nail salon to the two ladies that were there. I went kind of late in the evening, um, about an hour before they were closing, and it felt so good to be able to sit there and coach them. One lady had a nephew um, that was nine years old that she desperately wanted help for. And I said, I've got the perfect tool for you. So she purchased a book and then I gave her the workbook that goes along with it for free. And then another lady um, had two people that she wanted to help with my book. One was um, a friend of hers who was 22. And it was actually a, a child of one of her best friends. And um, he had some drug abuse issues and had been self-medicating his low self-esteem with, with drugs. And so, um, I know that book, he's going to find some great help from that. And then she also, um, her grandchild who lives in Arkansas, if I remember correctly, um, she wanted to send them a book as well. And so if you have the desire to write a book, I encourage you to do so because you will bless people with your message you will help people. If you have that desire, if you are feeling that God poke, please, please sit down and write your book. Get started today. Just like I started yesterday, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm swearing again. I immediately implemented push-ups in the swear jar. And I have not sworn since yesterday at one o'clock. I'm one day clean and sober from swearing. And so immediately, if you have that desire, immediately start taking action because time is going to pass whether you take action or not. And wouldn't you much rather in a month or two months or six months look back and go, oh my goodness, this is what I created because I accepted Jeannie's invitation and I immediately took action on a desire of my heart. And now six months later, I'm holding that in my hand. Or a year later, I'm holding it in my hand. Start taking action on the desires of your heart. Take one step every single day. Some days you can take two or three steps, but take a step today following the desires of your heart. If you have that desire in your heart, do it. I know that you will bless people because those are the type of people that I have listened to this. People that want to do good, people that love others, people that care about others. I know that is you. I also know you've got a bully between your ears. <laughs> so let's tame that bully and let's help more people. Thank you so, so much for joining me again today. My email is genie at geniesiscometh.com. Please send me an email with some words to upgrade my vocabulary or some ideas on how 
um, to implement swearing. Like I said, I'm one day clean and sober from swearing and let's make it another day, right? Put that X. I love putting X's on my calendar. And then, you know, every day I achieve something. Every day I work out, I put an X. Every day now that I I don't swear, I'll put an X and then don't break the X, right? And if you do break the X, you forgive yourself and move on and start over again. (laughs) So I invite you to follow the desires of your heart. I invite you to start taking one step every day towards that life you've always dreamed of. And then you'll be living it sooner than you can imagine because I am and I have by having the courage to take that first step. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. Have an absolutely fabulous day and bye for now.